Welcome to Via Emmaus, a podcast designed to help you read the Bible better. My name is David Schrock. I'm one of the pastors at Occoquan Bible Church, and my primary responsibility there is to preach the Word of God and to give theological vision for the ministries uh, at that church. Uh, my greatest joy, though, that goes back to the beginning of any ministry in the Word is proclaiming Christ from all the scriptures in order to make disciples of all the nations. To that end, I started a blog in 2008 by the name of Via Emmaus. And Long before I was a pastor, I had any letters behind my name, I wanted to help people read the Bible better, and uh, that is my hope and prayer for this uh, podcast as well. Uh, for the last 10 years, God has graciously given me the chance to, to do that. My prayer is that this podcast on the same name will, will do the same. Uh, my hope is that Via Emmaus as a podcast will be a weekly conversation about how to interpret and apply God's Word to our lives and in our church. Now, one friend who's been a great conversation partner about the Bible and church ministry is Anton Brooks. For more than a year, uh, we've had numerous conversations about the Bible, theology, culture, church, ministry, and much, much more. And now we're going to bring that conversation from the microphone for the purpose of encouraging others and widening the conversation. So Anton, thank you for joining me in this endeavor. I look forward to talking with you about the Bible in the weeks and months ahead. Thank you so much for having me, David. As always, I look forward to our conversations about God's Word. So just to start off with asking, what does Via Emmaus mean? Yeah, so Via Emmaus is the name of the blog uh, that I began in 2008, and I've often wondered uh, if people knew what that meant. Certainly, we use the word via in our, our speech today to, to describe by way of. Um, historically, the Latin word means road, uh, so the via Maris was the way of the sea, uh, so the way of Emmaus is the Emmaus road. Uh, and in the Bible, the Emmaus road is the road that uh, two disciples uh, took from Jerusalem to Emmaus, a town about seven miles away from Jerusalem. This is where Jesus, on the day of his resurrection, came to them and uh, really in many ways uh, saved them uh, from leaving uh, the city of Jerusalem to bring them back to join the disciples so they would receive the Spirit in the days ahead. Uh, but as he walks with them, uh, he begins to ask them questions about what was going on, and they look at him kind of as though he's you know, crazy for not knowing what is going on. Uh, but he allows their ignorance to continue so that he can explain from the Old Testament all that is said uh, about Christ. And so uh, Luke 24, 27 describes how he interpreted himself from the law of Moses and the prophets. And so I can imagine a conversation uh, with Jesus on the road to Emmaus where he is unpacking passages like Genesis 22 and the provision of the ram caught in a thicket for Isaac the beloved son of Abraham, or Isaiah 53 and the suffering servant, or Zechariah 9 and uh, Jesus coming into the city and explaining how that is going to be fulfilled and a, um, a fountain of blood coming from the house of David in the rest of, of Zechariah, and how he's taking those passages and explaining them in light of himself and the sufferings he experienced and uh, his subsequent resurrection. And then at the end of the chapter in Luke 24, we see him going back to the upper room where his disciples are, are hiding uh, there behind locked doors. And he goes in and he begins to explain to them as well uh, the gospel that they're going to soon proclaim to the ends of the earth. And again, he goes back to the law and the prophets and the writings, uh, that three parts of the Old Testament. And he begins to explain to them himself in light of the Old Testament. It's been my, my prayer and my hope that reading the scripture and helping others to read the Bible better uh, would look like seeing how all the Bible is unified in Christ and how all the Old Testament is leading forward to Him and how the New Testament is then showing the fulfillment of those promises of the Old. And so that's where the name Via Emmaus came from and I uh, look forward to 
sharing that uh, with this podcast. You know, it's hard to imagine walking with Jesus down the road yeah. and not even recognizing that you are talking to the Savior and Creator of all. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Who is this podcast for? Yeah, so the podcast is for disciples of Christ, uh, right? So just as Jesus came to those disciples on the road to Emmaus, um, you know, the Word of God has come to us. We as disciples gather together to study the Word of God, to apply it to our lives. And really, I pray that this um, podcast would just be an encouragement to read the Scriptures, uh, to read the Bible better, uh, certainly for the disciples that have gathered together at our church, at Occoquan uh, Bible Church, uh, where I'm a pastor, you're a member, and uh, this, is, this is for us in that. Uh, at the same time, hopefully it can be a resource that we share with others. I can imagine it be a great resource to begin conversation with family and friends. Uh, maybe already uh, some of the members of our church have invited others to join in on this reading plan. Yes. This could be a great way for conversations to share the gospel uh, with others and, uh, and really for anyone who wants to grow in their understanding of the Word. Yeah, reading the Bible better. I mean, it's such a, it's such a wide statement. I, I know for, in my personal experience through our conversations that I have learned to read the Bible better by asking questions and, and um, just applying those to my reading, the answers to my reading. And um, having discussions with my family, my wife and my kids over dinner uh, about, you know, the Bible studies that we have here and all the things that we learn on, on Tuesday nights at our church. Mm-hmm. Um, so who or what is the goal of this podcast in, in regards to reading the Bible better? Yeah, uh, I think, first of all, just reading, right, that we would be disciplined in our reading of the scriptures together. How easy it is for us on January 1 uh, to be able to say, I'm a, I've got a great plan. I'm going to read the Bible all the way through this year and somewhere by uh, May or February, uh, we're not doing quite so well uh, any longer. And so we just want to be a, a way that we're encouraging people to, to read the Bible. And then recognizing that the Bible is not a book that we read once, check off the box and put on the shelf, uh, but rather it's something we continue to read. It is a meal it is, right. that we are feeding on. It is living water that we need day by day. It is water that cleanses us of our daily sins. And, and so in that way, I, I pray that people will be reading the Bible more and reading the Bible better to understand how passages in any part of the Bible relate to uh, the whole book uh, that is that it's in. So Genesis 6, how that fits into the book of Genesis and how Genesis fits into the five books of Moses. And the five books of Moses are preparing the way for Christ to come. And in that way, we're reading the Bible as a unified narrative that leads us to Jesus. And just like uh, on the road to Emmaus, uh, that our hearts would burn uh, with a delight in knowing more of God by reading the scriptures better. Mary and I have, have done this before. We've, we've had our re- reading Bible plans, and sometimes it is hard to stay focused and stay on it um, for a whole year. But I think that this here is a wonderful opportunity because we're doing it as a body of Christ. Uh, I think that it's going to really be helpful for me and for others who really want to make it through um, the whole plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone is on the edge of choosing a Bible reading plan in the new year, what should they do? Yeah, uh, great question. Um, I mean, first of all, just thinking about resources that could be helpful with that. Uh, one would just be the Holy Spirit. Reality is, is that we're not going to be able to fulfill anything um, that we set our minds to do apart from the grace of God and the work of God uh, through the Holy Spirit. So I'm reminded of a passage like John 15, uh, verse 5. It says that if a, a man abides in the vine, a man abides in me, and my word abides in him, um, that he will bear much fruit, but apart from me, he can do nothing. And so I think just the first place is to come to the Lord in prayer and humility to say, Lord, help me uh, in this process. Certainly God has given us his word uh, to make himself known to us. So if we ask the question, is it God's will for me uh, to read a Bible reading plan? Well, it's God's will that you would read God's word 
um, and likely uh, a reading plan will be helpful to do that. Uh, I think of a passage like Proverbs 2 uh, as a place that reminds me of the work uh, that God calls us to in studying the Scriptures and yet the help that He also gives. Uh, Proverbs 2 is a passage that, uh, that treats the Word of God and the wisdom of God as treasure. And it says this, it says, My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments within you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God, for the Lord gives wisdom from His mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of His saints. And so, you just look at those verses, the first four uh, verses there just talk about the wisdom of God and the Word of God as a treasure. I think if we're going to be those who read through the Scripture, we have to approach it that way. And if we don't treat the Bible as treasure, it's more like sawdust to us in our mouths, we ask God to give us grace uh, to be able to, to read His Word and then to realize that it, it comes with work. Uh, understanding comes with work. He wants us to apply ourselves to the Word of God. And that if we have any understanding, it is a gift of grace that He gives to us. As He says, it is the Lord uh, who gives wisdom. So I think just dependence on the Lord would be the first thing. I think secondarily, treating the Word of God as treasure, something to be sought. Uh, and then in that, to do that in community together. Um, that again, God does not design us to walk as individuals on isolated paths towards Him, but to do it together and I think uh, those would be just a few things I would encourage. So how should someone start a Bible reading plan? Yeah, if somebody's going to begin a Bible reading plan, uh, pick a Bible. You know, um, English Standard Version is the one we use uh, in the pulpit here. Uh, New International Version, NIV could be helpful, or the, the Christian Standard Bible as well. Just a, a good, solid um, Bible to read. Uh, probably a time in the day when they're able to do that. For some, that's getting up early in the morning before the chaos of life begins. Others that may be at the end of the day, for me, I'm an early morning kind of guy. That's when the house is quiet. I'm able to get up and, and read Scripture and pray. Um, for others, it might be on their commute. Uh, it might be listening to the Bible uh, as they're driving in their car. There might be a time during the day, during a lunch hour, to be able to read. So uh, finding a place and a time that can be consistent. Uh, so with that Bible, being able to do that. Uh, and really, just from there, finding a plan that, is, that works well. Again, we've uh, offered up a plan that has two chapters a day. So January 1, it'll be Genesis 1 and Matthew 1. And it'll begin going through the Old Testament and the New. Uh, and then we'll just continue to go through that way. Uh, the McShane reading plan has four scriptures a day that picks up a few other chapters. Uh, you can find that in a book called For the Love of God, uh, which is a helpful devotional uh, we have on the bookshelf uh, at our church. Uh, as well as you can find that on the Gospel Coalition podcast or the Gospel Coalition website. Uh, they have, uh, for the love of God, as a daily blog, it gives the short devotion that is there as well as a list of the scriptures. So even if you find yourself without your Bible or if you find yourself uh, without your, your reading plan, you could go on there, for the love of God, on the Gospel Coalition website and you'd have your resources right there. Awesome. Thank you so much for introducing the Via Emmaus podcast to us. We really look forward to continuing this over um, the course of the year and years to come. Um, we'll be bringing this to you every week, and we'll have plenty of subjects and uh, questions to be answered. You can submit questions. We'll have everything set up um, so that people can give us questions that um, they may want me to ask David, and um, we just look forward to it.
Via Emmaus is a podcast of Occoquan Bible Church in Woodbridge, Virginia. Our prayer is that you would read the Bible and read the Bible better. For more resources related to this episode and the gospel-centered ministry of God's Word, visit obc.org.